Hello and welcome to the Two Ball Brothers in a Microphone podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. I'm here with co-host Tommy Ryan. How are you doing, Tommy? I'm doing well. Wonderful. And you were away last week at Ignite down in Orlando. I was. And I've uh, been uh, missed talking to you last week and looking forward to finding out all the stuff that you learned while you were down there and just... Um, I've somewhat held off on asking a bunch of questions waiting for this time to get your thoughts on things. Um, I saw that I did read through uh, this morning um, your notes from the conference uh, from some of the different um, sessions that you were able to go to. And I know you met with a bunch of people while down there. How did the week go in general? It, I thought it went well. Mm-hmm. It was a, um, a as usual, it's jam packed. Mm-hmm. Uh, more things than you have time to see kind of the Disney experience of, uh-huh. of conferences. Um, they, they do a good job at giving you different ways to consume the information. Um, they have a hangout area, which I um, used a little bit more than I did last time. It's a way to be able to go across a couple of the presentations. So if you're a little ADD, it's a perfect place to be. So you sit there and you can see a bunch of different sessions up on the screen. Yeah, big, big, long, tall wall that has, um, I can't remember how many, maybe 14 different um, presentations going on at the same time. So they end up taking presentations that are overbooked and they get top priority to be shown on that wall. So if you can't get into a room, you can view it there. And they have do they have something where you can dial into whichever one you want to listen to, or how does that work? They have a, um, a transmitter okay. um, or a receiver that's receiving the signals, and you can change the channel okay. and plug up your earphones to it. And they were giving out the, the Microsoft earphones. Oh, okay. um, Every time you would go there, you could get another pair if you wanted to. Nice. So yeah. I got a few for the office. <laughs> Very good. Um, and, and that was handy because if you were in a presentation and it just wasn't going the way you thought it would go, mm-hmm. um, you can jump over to another topic and you're not walking down or across the, the conference floor to get there. Nice. So Very that nice. was nice. And, and it's good to go in person. I think um, the, the screen is quote, larger. It's, you know, with having so many screens up on the wall, it was a little bit harder to see the content. Mm-hmm. Um, so being in the room itself was good. And and um, also just getting the exercise, too, yeah. Yeah. is nice. You went down there with, with, um, with Pete and with Kirk, and Linda was able to join you as well? Yeah, right. yeah. Linda was, she wasn't at the conference as much as just at the hotel. We're just working from the hotel. Okay. Um, came down, we visited some relatives. Did you see some relatives. family? Yeah, saw some okay. family. Good. And, um, yeah, and Pete and Kirk were... How'd you guys, did you divide and conquer? Or, um, uh, you For guys the are... most part, there mm-hmm. were maybe two or three sessions where we were all in the same session. Okay. Um, but there's quite a bit of divide and conquer, so those we were could get a sense. Primarily like the SharePoint intranet ones and development ones or which ones were the ones that you guys really wanted to make sure you didn't miss yeah there there was the app dev related ones like pnp Mm -hmm. coverage of what's going on within the pnp frameworks um and sharepoint development Mm -hmm. framework and there were more the intranet based of you know what are best practices within using the out of the box features of the intranet with um you know, from a branding and a 
information architecture standpoint and what are the you know new web parts and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, then there's flow and power apps we, we viewed a few of those um, and I selfishly went to one that was what is new on the Mac for office there you go to kind of see you know what's coming there um, which one I'm looking forward to I have I tried to get it set up and it set up properly which is files on demand. Okay. And that way you can see a thumbnail of kind of all your content that's on OneDrive and selectively determine which pieces of content are, are you do, are, what, local. are you using like insider builds for to for getting that? You have to oh. yeah, it requires an insider build and then you've got to go delete some local cache. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I could not find that in the file structure. It wasn't there, so okay. I installed it and it didn't work. Um, I don't think I got the right version. It's funny when you said delete local cache. It sounded like a technical way of spending money on something. Yes, yeah, I did delete some <laughs> local cache. Um, what and uh, did you? So were the thing? So the the files on demand was something that you're looking forward to? Yeah, um, just yeah. it. it um, just curious. Yeah. Um, I, I think you've got selective sync, so you mm-hmm. got that. But files on demand allows you to see everything that's yeah. in your OneDrive and it's not loading the entire set of content and you can selectively indicate what folders or files mm-hmm. will be um, always on your machine versus you can see it and if you click on it and it's not on your machine ergo mm-hmm. and retrieve it for you but if you're offline you're on the plane or something like that where you don't have internet access mm-hmm. you you know, can see that thumbnail, but you can't get to the content mm-hmm. unless it's been forced down as a local file. I listened to Windows Weekly last week where they were covering sort of the big news from the event. And there was a lot of stuff that was announced, but you guys came back with the same thing, which I thought was interesting. What I would never have guessed would be what you guys would be talking about, which was the Bing stuff. Were you able to search inside your Office 365? Yeah, I, I like the yeah. direction that's going. Um, yeah. It takes advantage of what the strengths of Microsoft are. And although public-facing internet search is not, say, their their strongest point or what they're known best for, you know, and compared to, say, Google search, um, but all the sources of collaboration content they have across the platform, there isn't a central way to search that. So Mm -hmm. this is the beginning of that. And... It not only searches across Yammer and Teams and SharePoint, which you can't do today, um, it also includes public content. So it can be mm-hmm. your one-stop shop of, I need to find some information, and that might be internal, that might yep. be external. Yeah, and it was, un- unlike Microsoft's normal style of things, it wasn't something that's coming next year. It was, I, we got the email from that our tenant had it enabled, and so, of course, mm-hmm. I scurried out there and got it set up and, and uh, looked at what it was, and it's pretty easy to go out there and, and configure it. And, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's, it's neat. Yeah, I it's a it decent one, though. It's, uh, you know, yeah. the, it, it doesn't... You would love to have things like facets uh-huh. on that so you can drill down to it further. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you a card for each of the content sources yeah. and kind of a list there, so... It, you know, it's not as as rich as a say a interleaved set of results yeah. that give you a full page view. That it's more like previews. a federated search. Where it feels you know, more like a federated yeah, search than yeah. an, a, a fully integrated search. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, they've got control over Bing and control over their tenants mm-hmm. in the cloud, um, that which makes it promising that they can do that, you know, mm-hmm. versus trying to mix and match content sources that are some owned by the client and, you know, with their own infrastructure and mm-hmm. some in the public web. This is all out there in the cloud that they have control over those properties. So they should be able to make that um, tightly integrated. This uh, this reminded me, it looked like they took a page out of Evernote's book where they have the mixed with the Google search where you can see, also see the stuff, the content that's in your... Evernote notebooks, you look like you're about to laugh. What? No, 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 no. It looked like no. I was trying to recall what that so Evernote. um, So you can you can set Evernote up so that uh, part of the search results. It's like a federated search. Yeah, you're looking at LinkedIn and stuff like that. What it'll do is um, this is for Google search. You can where set up it shows up as a federated. You piece. can yes, it'll show yes. up off to the side right, where Evernote right. will show. It reminded me of that like right away, which was sort of like a mixed search trying yes. to find yeah, something. Yeah, I agree. You know, I want to look yeah. both it is externally like and also inside of my own good stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's the, the you know ultimately love to have you know it all inter- and all integrated together and using things like facets and that sort of stuff and timeline based things and. Uh, but it's it's definitely a good good move in the first in the in the in the right direction. You can create bookmarks and things like that in it. So they're they're, they're yeah. Kind of I like that. You know, the suggested bookmarks is simple feature, but it's a way for your community mm-hmm. to suggest how can we improve the search experience. There, mm-hmm. I'm trying to find this. This did not show up in the results. I expected it to. So let me suggest a bookmark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. that's it's a great way to, it's kind of the best bets yeah. of what you have in SharePoint. Yep. Yep. What other sessions come to mind when you think about the week or anything, any takeaways that you would share with me that or others about yeah. stuff that you picked up from the week that uh, were, were little jewels that you would like? Yeah. To share? I, um, I attended a session that they were kind of building out the internet live uh-huh. and they were, you know, as there was kind of a team of folks that were building out different components and kind of started from scratch and built it up, built out, I think a fairly compelling internet, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the fly. And mm-hmm. as they were talking about what are the capabilities of the platform. Um, and so it, it was, it was nice. It, I, I think it's starting to round out where the features that you see in modern uh-huh. are, um, becoming prime time versus modern is, okay, this is a look of what you're going to have in the future and you can kick the tires a little bit, yeah. but we don't have feature parity that, with the classic. And classic to modern, there's not that full parity, uh-huh. but I think there's that 80-20 now that yeah. they've got the majority of the elements that you need to go down the map modern path, which that I think is going to help us in terms of being able to help people create a best of breed internet where we're not kind of teetering between, well, mm-hmm. should we keep some of this in classic or how much should we go forward with modern? And and hub sites is, I think, a critical component to bridge that gap of a hierarchical to a flat world yeah. that you have with Office 365. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I think we're going to start seeing more people getting into the the design of 
of what their intranet is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people early on in SharePoint and Office 365 have kind of thought of it more of you know team sites for now, yeah. Yeah. and um, I'm kind of going to leave my SharePoint as is for now because I just don't know how to move it over. So I think we'll see helping more organizations get out to the cloud where they can have a full-fledged intranet mm-hmm. um, solution versus I don't know exactly what to do right now. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit in limbo in the cloud yeah. in terms of what, what direction should I go. I think for us, as we look like uh, as we look at um, doing platform replacements with with like with Jive that we've been doing a lot of is trying to get the similar type of experience in the new environment. I think this will help us. Yes, Should help yeah. us with you know I, I um, who was it? I was talking to somebody to Pete about um, how far along modern pages has come, and you know it, it was it was no it was Kirk the other day. Kirk and I were talking about this, and um, it's it's a critical piece that. I think for us that needs to be put in place and we're, I, I, I think we are at a tipping point mm-hmm. um, and seeing, you know, the, and, and even we're getting some customers coming to us uh, where they might have um, used somebody else for the migration and then they don't like the experience and they're looking to us to make a better experience, whether it be uh, more responsive or more you know, using probably some of the, the modern features of, of SharePoint and, and modern pages. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's where we want to be. And yeah. we've been a little bit, I don't know if frustrated is the right word, but anxious to get to that point where we're able to do more in SharePoint that is solution oriented mm-hmm. versus just migration focused. Yeah. Um, and where you feel like you are giving them, a better experience yeah. or at least a experience that's as good as, um, and you know, there's some things out there that are going to round out the UI and, and give you some of those things that you see today, like mm-hmm. parallax and, and, um, things that you already see today in terms of their layouts or have better design, um, principles implemented. Mm-hmm. So puts people in the right direction. It was interesting to see, and I reading through your notes. Uh, I don't. I think it was you that put this note was um, about Yammer and trying to maybe we should look at just to know what's going on with. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, I and I, my yep. main my main complaint about sort of what has changed since we've gone through the gone to the um, you know the the, the complete um, let's just let's use Teams for internal collaboration is. There's probably two area, the two areas I can you know constantly complain about. It feels like is the um, I don't have a you know my um, just a status update because I, I don't you know like right now I'm doing status updates on the in the in the cafe on the general tab. I'm, I know I'm probably spent you know putting a lot more out there than anybody else is, but I'm just that's my status update. That's my way right. of letting the world know. Oh, um, you know, this is something interesting, and it might—it doesn't fall underneath like lighter side. It doesn't fall in, in underneath any of the other threads. Whereas in Yammer, I would just do that, and if somebody was, you know, following me, they would see those things. You know, they'd sort of run into that, and it wasn't wasn't that they had to see it. But yeah, it you have a central feed. Yeah, that, you, yeah a, you, you don't have that central can, feed. Yeah, you don't have a central feed just to. to to let people know what's going on. And if they want to follow you, they can, if they don't, then, and this is, it's a little mm-hmm. bit more of a, I feel like I'm pushing it to the world, which uh, I don't think people really, you know, I don't like feeling that way. Like you have to read this to get a, you know, where you're constantly seeing what my updates are there. 
that's yeah. one thing and the other the other thing is the 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 tagging is having some way of putting something out there that people can find things based on tags and and right now i've got to think about it and put it in the right channel and i don't have a way of um you know tagging comes to comes to more of uh you know a way of putting multiple tags inside of something because it may have to do with multiple things and then a way to find it later on uh, right now what i feel like we're doing you know right now i'm using uh, pretty much free text search to go find something you know I want to see what's, you know, what you guys talked about for Ignite. Like just this morning, I'm using more of, okay, just search for Ignite and see what comes up out there. I'm not going to a tag or anything like that. Whereas, you know, it it just allows for you to do, I think, to, to organize things in a more, uh, in a way that you can find it easier later on. But, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I, I was interested, you just sort of like, we're just, tr- do you, are they... Is Yammer changing it? I mean, are they? You did, did you hear anything where I didn't go to a lot this? of Yammer sessions, and okay. and from what I see with Yammer, um, what, what, one, they're kind of their announcement with the Yammers. Now there's a modern experience web part for Yammer. Okay. So okay. So if you're going down the modern path, you really didn't have a good way to integrate Yammer. Now you do. Okay. Good. So that that's, that's a positive thing. Um, I I think as you. As you look at, I, I think there's still plain text. I think you know some yeah. of the limitations that it has is still there. Um, I think they're still talking about a better integration with content yeah. um, with Yammer that doesn't have the experience they have with Teams, where you bring up the file and then you've got on the right hand pane. Uh, a list of comments that are associated with it that mm-hmm. are social comments that you have with teams. They said they're, they're working on that. They had that and they yeah. pulled it and, and it sounded like it was a patent issue in terms okay. of how they approached it. So maybe there was a technology implementation that was patented, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, I might, might've misheard that, but they, they want the intent is to get that back in okay. to have the ability to have comments tied to the content so you if you do have some yammer conversations around a piece of content in your tenant that that will become available if you went uh-huh. to that information directly and and, and mm-hmm. that'd be interesting to see you know how how does that work if you had yammer comments on something that is in a team that has mm-hmm. team comments um and it's yet another way to comment yeah. um it was interesting they did have comments that are inside of your office documents that if you at mention them then it sends an email to them okay so which i think is interesting because i think one of the reasons are use a team comment um, or team conversation around a document versus a comment that's inside of the document is how do you draw attention to that person you have to create another step of creating a comment in teams to say go look at my comments Mm -hmm. or send them an email say go i I made some updates be sure to look at the comments Mm -hmm. this gives you in one flow of at mention danny i put in the comments it's contextual not just to the document to an element that's in that document and and it it's within the document, you know, it's, it's self-contained. So wherever you move that, you don't break the linkage, you know, mm-hmm. like if you move a document within teams, you're going to break the linkage to those comments. So 
it's interesting. It, mm-hmm. it gives yet another way mm-hmm. to think about how can I collaborate. Um, and so when Yammer has comments tied to the document, I'd be interested to see how yeah. that surfaces, yeah. how that um, comes together. I'm still, you know, a couple of other things and then we'll wrap up here. Um, the, the, I'm, you know, for Yammer, I think it's, it, its purpose is more for larger organizations across departments. So that type of collaboration. And then I'm also still, I'm using it for, you know, um, some of the Microsoft partner stuff. So I've got some Yammer communities that, so it's even across companies types of things. And I know we're, we've been, we typically have client uh, extra nets and we're dabbling with using Teams for that as well. It's, it'll be interesting to see how this progresses with, you know, how are people, what's the, what's the, what's the common scenario for how people are use, using, what technologies are involved in extra nets. So with collaboration outside the organization, it's right. interesting to see what direction that goes. Is it going to be primarily a team's direction, which I think, you know, we're look, we're, we're dabbling with right now and taking a look at, at that. And, or is it going to be more of, you know, Yammer seems to, you know, you join a community and that can have people from whatever company inside that community. And, and is that going, mm-hmm. would that be the appropriate place to, to, I, I would say place? Yammer would be for external communities. Yeah. So, you know, cross organization more than one-to-one. Yeah type of community and then if there's a one-on-one you've got a project with your client yeah. and you need to have extra net i think teams is is more appropriate interesting and and i've seen it work well we just came off a retrospective with uh-huh. a, a large chip manufacturer and they um thought teams was was a perfect way mm-hmm. to collaborate and that's, have everything in one place yeah. yeah and and we've done it in two ways one where you've done it in their tenant and become a guest to their tenant uh-huh. or we've done it the other way if for some reason they don't have guest access enabled for their tenant but we like to do it in theirs because that allows us to you know <laughs> collaborate have all the do- <laughs> and they and they've got um they've got the document and all the metadata yeah. and everything yeah. about it. we don't have to worry about migrating it to them or packaging yeah. it for them yeah. it's there it's yeah. and and from a you know data security mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in GDPR and all that kind they're of stuff. They're controlling the concept. They're controlling. It's within yeah. their tenant. Yeah. We don't have liability there. Yeah. Um, so that's our preference is, yeah. you know, put it in their tenant. Last one, and then we've got to go run to our stand-up. Um, the, I saw you went to a to-do session, and this has to do, like right now, um, what, I, what I find is a, a missing piece of a lot of this stuff is like, as you're, we were just talking sort of earlier about like a workflow where you and I are working on something. A lot of like a lot of um, day to day, a part of my productivity is is creating um, to do items for me out of things, you know, you, out of context that's um, mentioned, you know, somebody mentions me to this. And, and you know, so I I have something that comes out of that that I don't want to forget and put into my trusted system of I know it's there. I know I'm going to react to it at the right time. And as you know, I use uh, I'm use right now. I'm using to um, Todoist, and it's got like a lot of the stuff. I've uh, I've also been doing a lot of browser based. So even with the, you saw the new Outlook experience, which I think is great. 
a lot of stuff I'm doing, I'm basically grabbing the context. So I'm in Microsoft Teams, somebody at mentions me, I'll actually, you know, highlight that thing and then send it to Todoist as a to-do item and then mark it up and say, you know, I've got to follow up on this tomorrow. And that link itself is back to Teams. So it pulls me back to the context that I right, need to go right. do what I need to do. And that workflow has been good for me. I think Microsoft, I just like, I'm like, Microsoft, you've got such a great opportunity for people to, you know, they're trying, they're trying to get work done. And the way that a lot of people, I think that, you know, I, I think the calendaring stuff is, is rock solid. I think they're really, there's a, there's just a missing piece there with, you know, somebody that mentions me, why can't I just create a, you know, a to-do item out of that and add it to my to-do list? It seems like that's like, that's productivity. That is what, what people really want. And just, I know you went to a session and, and they're coming along. They are coming along, but it, it still seems like. Um, I don't, I don't think they're throwing loads of developers at it or anything where, you know, we're going to see something significant change anytime soon. It just, it frustrates me. I, I've, I've dealt with it. I've moved on. I'm using what works for me, but, uh, really I w would be great for, to see them invest in this and, and make it happen where you can, where you can create in context to do items for things that you're trying to get done. Right. Yeah, I think the vision is it's it's the one place you go yep. for all your tasks across the platform. Yeah, and they're they're moving in that direction, but very very slow. And I I feel like the things that I saw were, was almost a repeat of what I yeah. saw last year. Um, and you know, there's there's some progression. There is some, um, you know, we're going to start seeing the task area of Outlook become to do mm -hmm. um, th there's ability yep. to drag and drop items um, into your your task list from outlook con you know context and and kind of link backs to get to well, okay where did this task come from but it's it's something that you feel like could have been done done a while ago and and not sure why I think they're putting more energy in a planner than they are to yeah. do because I think planner is that organizational sure. task management and to do is the personal side and and uh, they're just that, that it's hard i don't i'm not sure why yeah. it, it just seems like it Cause it's a gets, great place to lock to their people mission. in i mean this is empower every person i mean how would, how do you get a part of empowering somebody has to do with you know giving them control over what they're doing and how did how do people do that i mean they they do that by planning out what their day looks like right right to, you know maintaining control over what's next for them to do what are they prioritizing and uh yeah i don't it's just it's it's i'm not and i know i know that that Sacha, you know he loved wonderlist it was his favorite app at one you know one point in time he was talking how that was his favorite app so i know he's got his eye on it so i you know um i'm not it just it just seems strange yeah yeah yeah, and they, some, for, from a things that we don't know about thing. that and, are going on. And you on. go look at the forums, and they, they know what's going on. I mean, they know. Like, they, they, people basically want Wonder. They want all the features of Wonderlist. And um, so it's, it's uh, you know, it's, a, it's frustrating. Um, but 
along with that there's so many other great things they're doing you don't don't throw the baby yeah. out with the bathwater. yeah yeah and so you just for for us you look for a workflow that works uh for you and then um you just keep an eye on things and see how things progress and that's that's the way you handle these types of situations so well it's great to have you back um and look forward to i know we're going to do some lunch and learns and stuff like that from the sessions and look forward to learning more about what went on out there and uh appreciate you sitting down and sharing more with the listeners more about what's been going on so thanks for doing this sure thank you everybody for listening and have a wonderful day thank you bye-bye